from Grundle. Kingsley turns that five sideways. Brian the gate is down. This is a sharp left-hander. Who's going to shot? Looks like Darcy Lange on that Richmond Gallon Kawasaki gets the jump. That's where it all started. Big MX Radio, brought to you by Justified Cultures, is on the air. Fueled by passion, focused on motocross. Fly racing, Bill's Pipes, W Wheels, Maxima USA, Moto Ice Wrap, and Moto Stuff make it possible to bring you the news, the interviews, and the point of views inside the sport of motocross. The gate's about to drop on Big MX Radio. Here we are at the uh, TXS Productions tent in Oakland, California, talking with none other than the three, four, three, one, four in your program. Number one in your hearts, Alex Ray. Alex, uh, track is slick. Track is slick and tricky, but you've made it um, pretty much. You're learning to look easy all day long. What's the key to it? Uh, it's definitely not easy, that's for sure. But uh, just hitting your marks and not getting cross-rated because uh, it's pretty crazy out there right now. So just stay up and be smooth, and we'll put ourselves in a good position for the main event. Um, obviously, this is a, a day, daytime race rather than a nighttime race, um, but it, we've we've had a ton of rain on this track. It rained it rained throughout your uh, your last session, if I'm not mistaken. What kind of hindrance was that on you being able to put down a good lap? Uh, it wasn't too bad. Is you know just messed with the goggles a little bit, made the track a lot slicker, but uh, you know we got through it. You know, qualified 24th, and uh, yeah, I mean, we have a gloomy day. X brand, bro. X brand, okay. X brand, yeah. Right, so, and you were set then. Oh yeah, I you was set. Really worry you know, about it. Didn't really have to worry about roll, it. Still roll, cleared vision. Yeah. Know? So roll, roll offs or no? No. No tear offs. Yeah, tear offs. Yeah. You ever pulled all of them at the same time one time? Yeah, I've done that before. Yeah. It yeah. Happens. Yeah. With, with the X brand, you know, they have a good they have a good design on there, so it's X-Brand. it's really hard to yeah, do that. Absolutely. But uh, but yeah. Uh, yeah, everything went, everything went good and smooth, so should be good. Absolutely. Yeah, man. Absolutely. Well, first of all, um, this this season's been um, Supercross, I believe, for the first time on, on Husqvarna, correct? Yeah. How's that going? Uh, it's going great, man. Um, you know, I was on a Honda for a lot of years, and, uh, you know, I just sort of needed a change. Um, everything's going good with the Husky. I like the, I gel with it really well and, uh, you know, got some good suspension, got no lean J6 on there and, uh, yeah, I mean, it's a good bike. I like it. What's going to be the key for you to, uh, put it in the main this evening or I guess like, uh, later on this afternoon, uh, as, uh, the laps take off because it's going to be it, like the, st- the start's going to be important, but, uh, if you don't get a great start filing through there is going to be equally as important. Yeah, you know, we just need to get a good start, put ourselves in a good position, and and, uh, and hit our marks, uh, you know. So, uh, like I said, the track's going to be tricky, but uh, getting off the gate's definitely going to be key. What have you learned over the years uh, as far as race day preparation that uh, you've, you've taken out of your program from yesteryear or in- included it? Um, I don't know, really. Uh, just, just sort of think about what I'm doing a little bit more, you know, and... You know, in between practices, going over video and uh, really dissecting the track and and really thinking about what I need to do. 
is pretty much the the main change that I have been doing in the past couple years. So that's good. A lot of guys like to uh, take a bit of a nap on uh, on race day to recharge. Are you one of those guys? And uh, with a day race like this, will uh, will you be able to? No, uh, I usually just you know chill out in the van for a little bit, you know, and you know listen to a little bit of music, smooth but, jazz. Yeah, no, <laughs> Metallica, dude. Oh, okay, get yourself. Yeah. Up. But, uh, you know, other than that, no, I just I sort of hang out, you know, talk to fans and, and you know, talk to media guys like yourself, you yes. know. Yes, badgering yeah. you. Yeah. Uh, well, the bike's looking good, and uh, you look good in practice, my friend. Best of luck the rest of the day, and uh, give those, those sponsors some love for me before I run away. Yeah, for sure, man. Can't thank TXS, K1 Speed, No Lean, J6, Dedicated, uh, let's see, who else? Bill's Pipes, FXR. Dirt Tricks, Spectro, Killer Customs, Vortex, Chains, uh, Recluse Clutches, 2XU, uh, Moto Seat. Uh, oh, yeah. All those guys. Moto Seat. Uh, um, no Toil, Bolt, CD. Yeah. Uh, Big Olin's, Radio. Big Radio. Pulp MX Radio. Pulp MX, uh, Vortex, uh, Twisted Development, Husqvarna, W. A lot of guys helping me out this year, so Dude, it's good. You're hooked up, my friend, and always a great interview. Thank you so much for the time. All right. Thanks, man. I'll see you. Cool. Big MX pre-race interviews here with none other than AJ Catanzaro. Uh, the cat sits second place in uh, overall times for the 250 class. Um, AJ, tell me a little bit about how you were able to uh, snatch that lap and uh, have it stay up there as long as it did. Yeah, I just got a clear track. I think that's what was important. Um, being in B group, the first session um, with 22 guys out there, it was chaotic, especially with the technical rutted track. It um, it was difficult to get a lap in. So as soon as I got a clear track and the track was kind of nicely groomed, I'm like, all right, this is my chance to just put in a lap. So I nailed the dragons back, did a couple other things that I think you know only maybe eight, ten guys were doing, and then uh, pretty much just hit the whoops as fast as I could and at that point I'm like alright this is a good one I did a couple other laps that backed it up decent um, but it was solid I just I wish that the, you know he'll beat it with 45 seconds left you said yeah. so that's a bummer I never thought I'd be bummed to qualify second but I'm just going to be confident and get a whole shot in the heat race Absolutely. Definitely giving yourself a, an excellent opportunity to have a good gate pick. That's going to be uh, basically, un, like like I said, an o- excellent opportunity to uh, set yourself up for success for the rest of the day. Um, one of the things that you were doing during your, your lap that I w- didn't see a lot of other guys being able to do was uh, to double into that uh, rhythm section after your first set of whoops, uh, or I guess after, like after that triple coming back the other way on the backside of the finish line. There's that uh, that kind of a tricky rhythm section in the middle of the track. Yeah. Kind of like, tell me how you were approaching that, because not all too many other guys were able to make that happen. Yeah, I think uh, there was one section I think I was the only guy to do it all day. Um, I don't know if it was much faster, but there was a little roller coming out of the first turn. Yeah. I don't know if that's what you're talking about. Yeah. There's a little roller into the rhythm. I was actually able to preload and, and jump off of the roller over the first double, um, which is a little bike skill thing, so I, I guess that's kind of my specialty. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I don't know, when you do that, you avoid the ruts, which yeah. I think tonight is going to be key. If you can get on an alternate rhythm and avoid the ruts, that's going to be important. So it might be something good for the main event. There's got to be a confidence booster for you, um, being qualifying where you're at, knowing that uh, the track has been super tricky all day long, and you're one of the guys that seems to have it down. Yeah, uh, for sure. And it's a little surprising, but I, I shouldn't say that, just because I've been doing it for so long, and I, this is where I belong, and everybody will tell me that. So. 
Um, I'm definitely unprepared coming into this season. I had very little seat time. I was telling somebody today it's my ninth total day on the bike since uh, surgery in May. Um, that includes practice days and race days, so wow. nine days total. Okay, and good race, by the way. Yeah, so <laughs> I, I don't know. Who knows? Maybe this is where it's going to start every weekend. We'll see. The snowball effect definitely in place here. Uh, I know you got a, a ton of great sponsors to thank. Uh, throw those guys down for me, and we'll let you get uh, focused for tonight's night show or the day show. Yeah, the day show. The uh, Well, absolutely. Blue Buffalo Slater Skins guys are unbelievable. Um, you know, having Brock here at the races, my mechanic Hoss, uh, Billy, our crew chief, um, Chad Sanner, 1110 Mods for building an awesome motor. Guarantee you I got a whole shot in the heat race thanks to him. So, sure. Um, it's a great program, and I was hesitant to go on a team that wasn't my own program. I've been riding for my own team for a couple of years, and I'm, I'll tell you what, I'm glad I did. So, Awesome. Well, from, from 195 to another, best luck today. Thank you. Appreciate it. Big MX pre-race interviews here with uh, the two-stroke guy, Ronnie Ford. Uh, Ronnie, it's um, it's a pleasure to have you on the show, and you've been creating a lot of buzz on and off the track with that with this beautiful Husqvarna two-stroke. Tell me a little bit about how this whole program came together, and uh, why go out there on the uh, on the two-banger? Well, um, you know, I've been racing for several years. I did Supercross, you know, in the late '90s, and. We just got, you know, I'd been running Den Loretta's the last few years, and, you know, people, buddies just was like, hey, what do you think about it? And I was like, yeah, we'll see what we can do with the sponsors. And uh, we picked up a lot, TXS Productions, and it's a huge help. And uh, we got things going, and I decided to do it on a two-stroke because, you know, I was going to go out there and give it my best, but people love two-strokes, and uh, that's, uh, you know, the ultimate reason. You're always winning on a two-stroke. That's right, yeah. Yeah, people love it. I love riding them, and... uh, that's basically what you know the whole deal so well you obviously would have raced one uh, when you're doing supercross in the 90s uh, most likely not a husqvarna uh what were you on what were you on back then and uh, what were, were some of your uh, your best days uh racing uh prior to uh this effort well uh back when, in the late 90s i was on a yamaha a no lean yamaha and uh they helped me out pretty good and it was just uh i mean it was it, tracks were a lot different back then and they're actually made for two strokes more then and and, um it's just uh you know i got to where i was making close to making you know the main events at that time and was getting pretty good as a privateer and then i kept getting hurt a lot and it just kind of eventually ended up shutting it down for a few years Fair enough. Well, uh, where out there on the track do you feel like uh, you've uh, maybe not got an advantage, but uh, things things seem to go well for you? And where do things uh, where, where does the bike struggle? Well, the bike really. I mean, Bill's pipes and did the motor on it, and they got an awesome pipe. And the thing is just a beast. And so it really, you know, the thing could probably do anything a 450 could do. So I have more trouble timing stuff and getting the rhythms right because the tracks are a little different now than they used to be. And, uh, you know, it just for traction, you know, the, the bike hooks up great and it jumps well, you know, and everything. It's just more my timing is the issue with it, biggest problem I have. Fair enough. Well, uh, you, you look like you're having fun out there, and uh, oh, easy to pick you out with that uh, uh, shades of gray helmet painted helmet. Uh, how did you get connected with Josh, and uh, what, what what went into kind of deciding what you're going to pick for uh, a design on that helmet? Well, 
Uh, I got to know Josh, you know, several years ago, and I knew he was doing some helmets, and he does really good work, so I just ended up talking to him and seeing if we could get a lid done, and uh, part of the stuff with what went on with the helm, I, I had seen a design I liked, and he could, you know, he hooked it up and did it exactly like I wanted it, and, you know, the 887 back there is on the back of my helmet is, you know, in remembrance of Chris Blankenship. Blankenship yeah. yeah. So, you know, I always have him, you know, with me when I'm riding, and, uh, you know, that's how it all came about, so... Right on, man. Well, uh, where are you originally from? And uh, for those, like, there's, I'm sure there's a million rumors going around as to your age. Uh, how old are you? Well, I'm 43. <laughs> and where are you from? And I'm from Cape Girardeau, Missouri, is where I grew up at. Okay. Yeah. So. Well, right on, man. It, it's been a pleasure to uh, to watch you ride. I've been coming down here for the first five rounds of Supercross. Uh, hopefully, uh, you'll be. Are you doing the full series? Yes, yes. We're uh, headed to Dallas this next weekend, and uh, keep giving it all we got. And hopefully, we'll get it in there here for too long. Awesome, man. Well, uh, all the best and in, in, uh, in luck with that. And uh, we'll see you in uh, in Minneapolis, Toronto, and uh, maybe a few other rounds down the road. Yes, you will. Hopefully, so. Thanks, man. Thank you.